Yo. Stormy J. Bragg, the illustrious one, the bandwagon radio in full swing. You know how we do this thing, man. Hit that bell, subscribe so you can get those notifications when we drop a new episode like this one right here. Another special edition of the rundown segment here on the bandwagon radio where I myself sit down with artists across the globe, give them a chance to open up about their music, their personal life. And of course, you know we got to drop that hot new music before the end of the show. Today, we got special guests on the phone lines hailing all the way from Seattle, Washington. That's right. Always Naked is on the phone lines, represented by Raho. What's going on, brother? What's up? Thanks for having us on. Hey, pleasure, pleasure, pleasure. I had a chance to check out the new record, Sex Sells. Sweet. <laughs> yeah. Definitely talk about the record. Uh, I'm going to give you a little feedback what I thought of the record, just as an avid music fan and lover. And then uh, on top of that, I'll let you introduce the record, of course, by the end of the show, okay? Cool. Cool, cool. All right, so let's get started. First and foremost, is, is the whole band out of Seattle, Washington? Yeah, yeah, we're all from Seattle. Okay, everybody's from that area. Um, so what was it like growing up in that area? Talk to us a little bit of what that, that landscape looked like in Seattle, Washington, growing up. It's pretty sweet. Um, so I, I guess we're, like, uh, all from, like, places around Seattle. I grew up in Edmonds, which is, like, 20 minutes north of Seattle, but pretty easy to get down there. Okay. Uh, Skylar, our singer, grew up in uh, Snohomish, which is a little farther out, and then P-Word and Knuckles, our bass player and guitar player, grew up in Walla Walla, which is actually over in eastern Washington, but they've been in Seattle for quite a while. So right. Seattle's pretty sweet, good good, good music scene here. You know, it's, uh, obviously we had the whole grunge thing back in yeah, the 90s. I was but... about to say, I definitely heard about that grunge era. Y'all definitely had the music scene. Um, so yeah. I, uh, I can agree with you on that. Yeah, so that's definitely influenced our sound and I guess the whole music scene sound around here, a lot of that, that whole like Seattle sound, they call it of like the little darker kind of stuff. Cause of, you know, the weather and all that being a little gloom, darker. So, yeah. The gloom, <laughs> the, the like nine months of gray here, right, but right. you know, it's kind of breeds creativity, you know? So it doesn't have to always be sunshine and everything for, for good music to come out. Right, 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 right. 
So everybody obviously influenced by the music, the culture, and the area there. Um, how did y'all all come together as a group, as a band? So uh, Skylar and I got together through Facebook. There was some, uh, just a Facebook group, Seattle Musicians group, and okay. she posted about looking for a band, and I hit her up, and we jammed a little bit. Things went pretty well, and uh, then she brought in Knuckles and Peerward, who she was in a band with before that. They were called Super Geek League. Okay. They did like, they were more of like a bigger, like theatrical kind of production Had like, I don't know, like 30 or 40 people or something in the band, all like wow. kinds of dancers and stuff. So like we're going a different route. Yeah. Yeah. So this is a little, this is just a four piece now. So quite the change for them, but bringing them in was great because especially Knuckles and Peerwood, they've been playing music together for, I don't know, since they were kids, you know, they grew up together and everything and so things kind of just came together pretty quick we all locked into a groove together pretty solidly so just been doing it for about three years so the chemistry has been great for the past three years building yeah all right let's talk a little bit about the record sex sales uh what was the purpose of this record first and foremost so this one uh you know, I guess the title can kind of give you the idea of the vibe of it. It's, uh, <laughs> or at least the themes of it. Uh, Skylar wrote all the lyrics for it and, you know, touch on themes of society's views on women and sex and, mm -hmm. you know, how the media uses sex to sell, whether it be music or products or any of that kind of stuff. So talks about that. Uh, but yeah, overall, it's just just a rock record, you know, with different different elements of like other other genres and stuff that got some chill songs in there as well. But no, I definitely a lot hear of just other rock influences. Sound. I definitely hear other influences too in there. I'm gonna talk about yeah. that a little bit when I when I give my feedback on the record too. Yeah, totally. Um, what do you think uh, were the emotions uh, that you guys were trying to pull out? Uh, her with the lyrics and then you guys with the support, with the music uh, to, 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 to bring it all home. What, what was the overall emotions you were trying to pull from the listener? Emotion. So I guess a lot of it was, you know, about selling sex, but that was more of, I guess, Skylar's uh, lyrical thing for, for us, for the instruments. We're just kind of trying to, back that up add some feeling to everything a lot of our songs are like build songs where they'll start out pretty chill and then by the end they just have like a just a big sound to it so we got to explore that a lot with this record versus you know previous records where they're more rock kind of stuff but you know this one we're just uh kind of trying to support that whole sound up big kind of emotion behind this whole this whole idea the whole theme of the record what made you want to release this on valentine's day what, what was so like instrumental about that date in particular it's uh you know it's a romantic day it has a, a lot of like connotations behind it with uh romance with you know um, you know, selling sex, I guess that kind of goes along with it. It's uh Valentine's day is like just that, 
just seemed like a perfect day to release it. It just kind of worked out with when we finished up recording and finished up all the all the uh, mixing and mastering and finishing up all the music videos and stuff that we did for it. it just worked out that Valentine's Day was around that day, so thought it was kind of perfect. Um, now I gotta ask about the name of the band. Why always naked? <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, you know, on our first interview, I told everybody that uh, we met at a nudist colony. That was a couple years ago, and uh, I think I'm, I think I might have to change my answer with that because, you know, it's not really true. <laughs> we uh, we went through a whole a whole list of ideas for band names, and anyone that's been in a band or anyone that's an artist can probably relate to that. Picking a band name is a hard task. You know, some people get lucky and just have something just come to them, but, you know, it usually takes a bit of work. So uh, one of our friends actually suggested it. The moment we heard it, we are like, oh, that's kind of sick. So decided so to go with it. It's memorable. It sticks in people's heads. And uh, now that with this record, it kind of fits that vibe too. It goes with sex sales. Have you ever talked to Steffi uh, as far as her being like the only female in the band? I wanted. I was hoping she at least would have called. I kind of wanted to ask her that. But do you do you have a sense of her positioning, or what would you say is her positioning with the band being the only female? So yeah, for her, it it, it makes it so she has to, I guess, really make sure her voice is heard. I mean, she's a singer, so obviously her voice is heard. But you know, thematically, having her perspective on the world is an important thing so you know she writes all the lyrics so her her whole perspective is definitely heard there right um how's uh the area taking to the record the new record how would you say your area is responding to it oh yeah people are liking it we uh gotten some good feedback good reviews all that kind of stuff so I'm personally very proud of it. I know the rest of the band is really proud of it as well. And that is, you know, the most important thing. So, yeah, we're just happy that it's out. Happy that people are listening to it. Uh, what can the listeners expect from the album? Expect a journey, a musical journey from front to back. We planned it out. We thought a lot about track order and uh you know kind of interludes and just ways for the album to flow really well uh we start off the album and end off the album with kind of a nod to our practice space we practice out of our friend's garage and intro track is like the garage opening uh, and the outro track is the garage closing oh nice <laughs> so kind of has like a garage band kind of vibe to it you know just opening up the door, entering in, listening to the band, and then leaving after that, I don't know, 40 minutes or however long it is. Well, let me give you a little bit of feedback what I thought of the record, uh, Sex Sells. Uh, yeah, for sure. I thought it was a very unique vibe. Um, I definitely, like I said, I heard the different influences. I heard the alternative rock. I heard a little bit of classic rock in there. I heard some pop. I heard a little bit of hip-hop vibes in there, too. Um I'm digging the the rock riffs of the record. 
Uh, I can hear this on multiple types of platforms, definitely. Overall smooth vibe for me, though, on this record. Uh, feel good record, you know what I'm saying, overall. Uh, and like you said, she's actually uh, saying something with the record, even with the title. It, it may be misleading to you uh, until you actually get more in-depth with the record and listen to the lyrics. Um, so mm -hmm. a lot of good things going on, a lot of good energy even overall with the record. So Awesome. Thank you. That's some good feedback. Definitely, definitely. It, uh, yeah, definitely. All our influences are can be kind of similar, but they're also pretty different too. Like uh, you were saying, the rock riffs, Knuckles, our guitar player, he's big into 90s rock and kind of a little heavier stuff like corn and yeah, me too. He's a big fan of Limp Biscuit, yeah, Limp Biscuit, and all that kind of stuff. Yep. So he's got the riffage down, and then uh, our bass player is into that kind of stuff too he's into like dillinger's escape plan but also more pop punk kind of influence like no effects and blink 182 and all those guys so they come together well with that <laughs> i guess for me more of like it could be all over the place really like i've, I've done some hip-hop uh beat making and stuff so i got i got to bring a little bit of influence into that on a couple of the songs with some electronic vibes going like percussion wise but i'm more of like a i'm a big fan of 90s rock too i guess like grunge more so than than like the heavier things but i like grunge i like classic rock all that kind of stuff what's a, a recording session like with you guys together so we've gone to a few studios in the past We've had some, you know, really good times with that and everything. But for this record, we decided to record out of our garage. It, uh, I did all the recording and the mixing for it. So I just set up all my mics in the garage. It was really nice because we could come up with an idea and everything's all set up there. Just going through my laptop and be able to just get an idea really quickly. And uh, it just feels a lot more comfortable doing it in our garage just feels more like jamming out than like going to a like a huge studio and like you know kind of feeling isolated because in the studio they'll separate us you know put Skylar in a vocal booth and then put us like in kind of different spots around just to get like some sound isolation and stuff which is great but yeah. doing it in the garage gives it its own vibe it like yeah, that energy it feels is like we're yeah yeah totally yeah so it was really fun. We're gonna we're gonna keep on doing records this way for a little bit, uh, and it's nice too for COVID, so that we don't have to, you know, make our bubble too big. We get to just hang out with the band and just do it all ourselves. Um, how would you? We haven't been able to perform a lot lately, but what was the performance vibe for you guys like on stage? Yeah, it has been a while since we played a show. Uh, we like we like to bring a lot of energy. Can you, can you remember the days, brother? Can you remember the days <laughs> back in the good old days? Right. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, um, yeah. I know, it's just all about the energy for the live shows. Uh, same, same with the record, I guess. But it, <clears throat> we, you know, we when we play live, like sometimes we'll add on things, extend sections, extend some solos or, you know, have some breakdowns go longer, build it up more. 
try and get the crowd a little more involved. You know, on, on our record, we have like a gang vocal section. So that's kind of like where we'll get the crowd in it and we'll have the crowd singing along. So it's, uh, yeah, live shows are super fun. I really miss them, but we've done a couple live streams and we got another one this weekend coming up. Uh, or more of like a live in studio thing, okay. not as good as the real thing, but right. you know, still fun to be able to be on a stage and bring that, bring that energy that a live show really needs. Um, who are some of the uh, people that deserve some acknowledgement or shout outs and mentions for the help or support on the latest project and single? So Matt Hayward did the. Uh, the photo shoot for the album cover. That was awesome working with him. Uh, we did it out of the, the restaurant. Uh, I'm spacing on the name right now, but yeah, he came out, helped us out. It says hi. Took some great something. pictures. Hi, something. I can't tell from behind. <laughs> it looked like it could say hi times. I, I could be tripping. I don't know. <laughs> oh <laughs> uh no i don't think it's high times <laughs> no <laughs> we're going for more like the classy vibe for the album cover but <laughs> nah, it's a dope look though I, I i got the look you know what i'm saying the, the, the yeah totally yeah we're trying to get that theme just to be super solid there we're all you know dressed up and you know makeup up and all that kind of stuff so yeah. That was really fun. Superstar so mode. That's rock. That's rock style mode. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> yeah. It was nice walking up. Just like, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> Talking to my man Rahul right now, representing Always Naked, Seattle, Washington, on the phone lines right now. Um, let me ask you this: uh, the with the temperature being the way it is right now in the music game. Uh, who are some of those musicians or artists that you guys are looking at, listening to, or or even came up on? Who are some of those vibes? Mm. Uh, let's see here. That's a that's a question that's going to take me a second to think about because there's so many great records that have been released re uh, recently. Uh, it doesn't even have to be recent. Like I said, it, it can even be maybe just some of what you came up on. That kind of inspired you musically. But yeah, uh, I think about a year ago, this album that I've been listening to all the time called by Peach Pit. It's called "You and Your Friends." It's actually it's more of like a chill kind of indie sort of vibe to it. Okay. But the whole production of it, everything like that, has definitely influenced me for that. Uh, big fan of the Foo Fighters as well. You know, their right, whole, right, right. you know, super long career have made some changes throughout the years in their sound and everything, but all that has influenced me. Uh, even with, like, their process, too, of recording, because, like, they did the whole thing of setting up in their garage and just recording out of Dave Grohl's house, which was really cool and which kind of inspired us to do that as well, even though they had, like, you know, probably a million dollars worth of equipment in their garage and we don't, but you know, still kind of same vibes there. Uh, let's see who else, all kinds of people. The one that I've been listening to a lot lately is, uh, oh man, what was it called? It's, uh, uh, Have Mercy. They're, they're a pretty cool, like emo band. 
influenced me a lot. Okay. Drumming is really good on it. Um, and also Paramore, obviously, great. Kind of, they got the female-fronted thing with the hard rock stuff in the back and all that. So, all kinds of people. Now, if you had to sell yourself to my listeners right now, who is always naked? Who are you guys collectively as a band, as a unit? Why should our listeners follow the movement and listen to the music? Check it out. It's uh, it's good, energetic music. If you like it, you like it. If you don't like it, you don't like it. Check it out, though. Simple and to the point. A real artist, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Um, let me ask you this. What, what's most important to you guys when it comes to releasing your music? What are some of those like top-tier things that are like a must on your list that it has to go this way on the release? We need this. We, we got to have this. What are those must-haves? Most important thing would be us just being proud of it. You know, because mm. at the end of the day, it's about us putting out a product or a piece of art, you know, that really speaks to us and where we feel like we could really show our talents and our, you know, our thoughts and our, our vision for everything really. So it's mainly about getting that down. Also want to be able to connect with people as well. You know, you want people to listen to it and have some sort of reaction to it, whether it's good or bad, you know, sometimes bad reactions are good too. Right. Right. So, it's just about that, about creating the community, creating connections, just having a solid piece of work that we can look back on in 10, 20 years and be like, that was really fun, and it sounded really good. Yeah, something you could be proud of. Yeah. Now, you guys being in a group, talk to us about how important teamwork is. Uh yeah quite important <laughs> uh you know that's just something that's important in life you know being able to communicate with people and being able to express ideas and come to compromises on ideas when you know there might be a little bit of clash between ideas but with this band i feel like we work pretty well together we're able to come to agreements on things and talk things out pretty pretty easily guys do seem to have a good connection um from what i'm hearing from what i'm seeing um how important is networking to you guys no we can't do but so much right now but you know i like to talk to artists just to kind of get a sense of what they're doing to network and move their music and move themselves around yeah that's a big one uh especially now since you know we're not playing shows uh what we've been doing recently is uh We've been going around to a lot of the venues around Seattle that we've played at and seen shows at and trying to do kind of a cross promotion thing where we go, we go take pictures there, try and highlight the empty stages and then we'll post about it every week. We're like try and donate to this place. If you, if you're able to and keep these guys in business because all these venues are suffering right now. There's no live shows. Some of them, you know, have have restaurants and, and they're able to get by on that, on the food stuff. 
but a lot of a lot of these venues are just strictly venues so it's really difficult for them to be able to keep their places open and you know pay their rent right right and when things do open back up and live shows do start happening you know we want to make sure that all those venues are still thriving and are able to put on these shows that we loved going to and loved playing at yo i like that that that's a that's a dope concept that's dope yeah um, what would you say is your guys' ultimate goal in the music game? Our goal would be just to be able to do this forever. You know, all four of us have been devoted to music our whole lives, and the whole point of this band is just to have fun with our lives and be able to do what we love doing every day. Uh, what's coming up for you guys? Anything on the verge our listeners should be on the lookout for? Any visuals? We are working on a new album. Uh, this one is going to be a cover album. I won't go too much into it. Don't want to give away too much of what it's about. <laughs> but, uh, you know, this one's going to have another theme as well to it. going to keep with not necessarily a concept album, but just like a an overarching theme for it. So that should be out. We, we, we are starting recording that right now. So that should be out. I don't know. Later this year, trying to do two albums in a year, but you know, we got the time for it. So right. Right. We're going to do it. Put in that work while you can right now, brother. Yeah, totally. Talking to Raho right now of the band Always Naked right out of Seattle, Washington. Before I let you introduce the new record, brother, go ahead and let all our listeners know how they can follow you. We're on uh, all the social media, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, you can check us out on Bandcamp as well. We have our merch on there. We got shirts. We got hoodies. Hey. Uh, we're on all the streaming services as well, Spotify, Tidal, Apple Music, all that. Check them out, Always Naked. Go ahead, introduce the new record for the people. This is Sex Sells by Always Naked. That's right. You're hearing it first right here on the Bandwagon Radio. Turn it up. Let it go. Sells, so try it. Just show and tell. 